talking to Sunday Afternoon Baseball. I'm Miami Dave Barkley. With us is DJ Miami Steve. And I'm Coco Fresh Miami Paul Frank. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, everybody? Yeah, we're in Miami today. Yeah, we are broadcasting live from Miami. And uh, I really love this new park, I've decided. Yeah, you know who doesn't, though? Greg Zahn. Gregory Zahn. He called it clown shoes. I know. He's, he's, he's clown shoes. He is a little clown shoes. <laughs> what is... Uh, as, I don't know. As DJ Fresh Steve Pugin pointed out. <laughs> <laughs> what do I... Am I Coco... What did I say I was? Yeah, Coco Fresh Paul Frank. Miami. <laughs> of the Miami region. Can I change my name to CSI Miami Paul Frank? Yeah. Perfect. Yes, Oh, we got some beats going in the background, so this DJ... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In Dave's neighborhood, it's Miami all the time. (laughs) I live in the Miami district of Toronto. (laughs) You sure do. Oh, my God. Steve, uh, remember last week uh, coming home and, like, the Euro Cup had just let out or whatever? Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be like that again, because Italy is playing England today, and I just saw, like, a bunch of, like, uh, Mamma Mia's. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? So a bunch of Italian mothers? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, here's the three ways to win. Alright, here we go. Three ways to win. Uh, don't let him rush you. Uh, that uh, means uh, don't uh, let Getty Lee intimidate you when he's watching the game today. Exactly. Stay up the middle, which is when you're fisting Getty Lee, you gotta go right through the middle of his torso. It's the only way to shut him up. Uh, be aggressive. Uh, that also applies to fisting Getty Lee. Uh, don't be tentative. He won't pay you for your full amount of money, I know. Oh, you guys, uh, you know how we have Miami names today? Yeah. Drew Hutchinson has a ma- Miami name today. It's Jesse Chavez. Oh, racist. Actually, hold that thought. My jokes this week are pretty racist. Yeah. Of all the racist things we do, that's one of the least. Yeah. Oh, you know who's, uh, I am so excited. Are you? And give you mad props for uh, locking down our phone interview guest for today. Eddie Mata. Mm-hmm. Is, Late of the MLB fan cave. Yeah, and just a uh, gregarious personality around the baseball world is on the podcast today. Yeah. And we're going to be good. And we're in Clown Shoes Ballpark. Yeah. I think good. if this isn't a recipe for success. Success? Success? This isn't a recipe for... Put those sixes on the board. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's the amount of listeners we're going to gain after today. Putting up sixes. (laughs) If this isn't a recipe for sixes... (laughs) Then I don't know what is. I don't know what's going to do it. (laughs) Whoa, what's this commercial? This lady's in the future. Yeah. Oh, she went to the sun. She shouldn't have did that. That's okay, she's got a cooling Perrier. Perrier does not quench your thirst. No, it's no. too fizzy. Yeah. And kind of gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys agree? Yeah. It's yeah. like club soda, but worse. It tastes like the inside <laughs> of an old lady's mouth. Yeah. You would know. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> Mix out with a lot of old ladies. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Just the sexy ones, though. <laughs> Which to Paul is all of them. <laughs> I don't discriminate. <laughs> CSI Miami Frank don't discriminate. <laughs> oh, the home run derby's coming up. That's going to be our next podcast is the All-Star Game. Is it really? 
Yeah. Are we off next week? Yeah. To uh, respect Canada Day, to think about Canada Day in our we're gonna take our hearts. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna take a moment to think of Canada next week. <laughs> oh, and if you're out there in podcast land, come to the ballpark on Saturday, June 30th, where we'll be celebrating the Steve. 31st birthday of legendary podcast producer Steve Pukin. That's right. And also baseball personality David Pukin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, A.K.A. Steve's twin brother. Yeah. Uh, happy. Happy birthday, pre-birthday, Steve. Pre-birthday, Steve. Happy podcast birthday. We're not going to get to say it on... And then this is probably actually, like, equidistant to your actual birthday from the day that we'll be celebrating it, right? Just yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah, about that. Yeah. So, happy birthday, Steve. Uh, yeah, I love the aquarium. I love the freaky thing in the outfield. Yeah, I, I'm going to give this the ballpark ball. an A+. Plus. The uniform's a C-, minus, but the ballpark, they've really outdone themselves. I think from the outside it actually looks beautiful, but for some reason on the inside it it's clown shoes, but I say that in a good way. <laughs> now, is it, is it a retractable roof? Because they've had it closed all weekend. Apparently, they only clo- open it like in April and September. Oh, because it's too hot? Too hot. You know, the mosquitoes might get in or something. Well, that's just dumb. Baseball, you should play baseball when it's hot. They should open it for night games. Yeah, you'd think so. Oh, was it Andrea said Logan Morrison looks like a serial killer? Yeah. That is what she has gone on record as saying. Yeah. And Steve's girlfriend, Andrea, who, to be fair, says a lot of people look like serial killers. Yeah. She reads a lot of true crime fiction. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here's a scouting report. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's see what we got here. Uh, Here's the scouting report for Mike Burpee. A finesse pitcher means that it's really finesse Mitchell uh, with a with a wig beard on. He's efficient and quick, uh, which is a crime show set in Miami in the 70s. He needs more runs, which means he's on a mission to get diarrhea. <laughs> Let's do a flashback to the time I tried to get diarrhea on purpose. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh. Boom, ba boom, boom. <laughs> oh, hey there, Buck. Hey. Would you like to have expired chicken wings with me? I'm on a mission to get diarrhea on purpose. Wait a minute. Expired chicken wings? That would make me sick. Yeah, I know. Is it going to be sick up the front or sick up the butt? No. You don't know. That's but I'm banking on the ladder. <laughs> I'm trying to get down to swimsuit form. Oh, that's your reasoning? Yeah, also, uh, it gives me time to read, and it gives me time to write my reading. <laughs> uh, basically, I write... So you write a magazine and then read it on and the toilet? I read it, yeah. I, got a lot, I need a lot of time to do that. Oh, going into this premise, I didn't think it made a lot of sense, but... <laughs> I'm slowly, slowly coming round to it. Well, if I don't write it, what am I going to read? Well, what what <laughs> magazine is this that you're writing? This is How to Get Diarrhea on Purpose, the Buck Martinez story. <laughs> it's my memoirs. It's 2,000 pages long. I know. I buy a lot of chicken wings from dumpsters. I can't believe you have the time to broadcast the game. Well, basically what I do is I go to a dumpster, I find some expired food, and I throw some money in there. Honor system, I assume. Oh, yeah, otherwise that dumpster would go out of business. That's right. This scouting report has been brought to you by Potlights. Potlights? 
Oh, they're not sticking out. Where are they? Oh, they're in a pot. Pot lights. Do they grow in the ground? <laughs> pot lights. Whoa! Pot lights. Don't put them in your mouth. Your mouth will bleed. <laughs> oh, my mouth. That pot wipes. Was... <laughs> pot wipes. Pot wipes. They really fixed my mouth. Uh, that was the... Um... That's kind of your for Mike Burpee? Or Mark Burley, who is uh, pitching today for the Marlins. Yeah, he's a... He usually does well against us, right? Usually, yes. If we did so well against Josh Johnson, mm-hmm. or Jack Johnson... If we, if we resisted the soothing tunes of Jack Johnson... <laughs> the cool island jams of Jack Johnson... <laughs> um, I think we should be okay. You think we just can hit against any pitcher now? That is what I've been led to believe, yeah. To be fair, six of our runs came in the ninth yesterday. Yeah, we didn't do well against Josh Johnson. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, we're in terrible danger. (laughs) I don't know, we just have to get to the bullpen. Mm -hmm. Have you guys ever been to Miami? No. No, I'd like to. I've been to Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. So. And how's that stupid? It's like the rest of Florida, I guess. What we should do next year for a baseball road trip is see both Florida stadiums. Yeah, that'd be pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Do you guys be into that? Yeah. We could, yeah, we, we can even catch like house. Turner Field on the way. We can see all of them. Yeah. We can go to the Astrodome. Oh, is that still standing? No, I don't think so. Why would they tear down such a... Why would they tear down the eighth wonder of the world? That is what they called it, eh? It, uh... Yeah, and the ushers and usherettes used to wear space uniforms. Hmm. Why don't they still do that? Because <laughs> it looks dumb? Yeah, it went out of vogue. Hmm. <laughs> I think everything is in vogue right now. Can you think of any fashion thing that's not popular? Uh, no. Literally, I've seen it all in the past 24 hours. I think that's like what the internet is. Yeah. Has resulted in just acceptance of everything. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw some pretty crazily dressed people on the St. Clair streetcar today. Yeah, what were they wearing, Steve? Um, Team Italy jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just like one woman looked like she was just uh, like a peacock almost. Oh. Yeah. And it was, she had tail feathers. Yeah, sort of. Is it Carabana? No, I don't know. Okay. And she. <laughs> I'm always scared it's about to be Afri- Carabana. She wasn't African American, she was Caucasian. Italian? No. English. I don't know, but not. Either was it the Queen of England? It might have been the Queen of England. Mm, she does wear feathers on her hat. She was flamboyantly dressed. Wait, was say. it a fascinator? What's a fascinator? <laughs> it's like a little thing you wear in your hair. It's like smaller than a hat. But yeah. it's people are way into them for weddings and whatnot. Uh, you know what's not fashionable anymore is like... Three dwarves standing on top of each other with a trench coat around them, trying to look like a normal size guy. 
That's out. <laughs> That's out. I wouldn't say it's overdone, though. Yeah, but... I think if that showed up as a thing, people would embrace it. No, no, they'd be like, <laughs> no, no. That no. might be where hipsterism's going next. <laughs> Three-foot-tall hipsters. <laughs> uh, well, we need a... I think it's... We need short guys to get on that. No, I'm into that, totally. You're... <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we used to. The chipmunks used to do that. Uh huh. The Muppets do that. Yeah. Yeah. And always like, one of them opens the cupboard <coughs> in the middle. The middle guy opens. It's like, what's going on, you guys? And they're like, no, you're ruining it. You stupid. <laughs> you're ruining the tall person. And then it topples over this way and topples over that way. Yep. I feel like the Seven Dwarves did this. No. Wait. Yes. Dopey was on top, wasn't he? Is this a thing? But I don't know why that would fit into Snow White <laughs> situation. They were trying to get into the Queen's mansion. Okay. <laughs> steal her pearls. Yeah. Is that how that movie went? Yeah. Yeah, it was a heist movie. <laughs> They're like, we gotta break into the Queen's mansion! Or Snow White doesn't get to the bowl! Achoo! <laughs> Sneezy. That's the only dwarf I can yeah. do. Yeah, Sneezy's on the bottom for some reason. <laughs> yeah, he always ruins it. And Grumpy's like, everyone should have listened to me that Sneezy shouldn't be on the bottom. <laughs> Grumpy needs to take the bottom. <laughs> but Dopey's definitely on top, even though he can't talk. Yeah. Yeah, it just seems And like... looks the most like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst choice they could have made for the top. I saw Snow White and the Huntsman. How oh, how was it? It was good. Um, I was trying to figure out where these seven dwarves fit in to like everything I know mm-hmm. about the seven dwarves. Yeah, it was a pretty serious movie. It was, right? oh yeah, super serious. So where did the dwarves fit in? They didn't, man. They're all named like like Abacus and uh, and calculator sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Are we gonna do it now? Yeah. Okay. Here's the scouting report for James Shields. <laughs> no longer a side armor means that he got arm transplant surgeries and his arms are now coming out of his shoulders like a normal person. <laughs> and he's looking to rebound, uh, which means he thinks he's playing basketball, which explains the shorts. He's a pitcher. He's not a thrower, which means that he is uh, aspiring to a career in advertising. He's a pitcher. He's a thrower. He's a midnight blower. Let's do a flashback to the time that I pitched an idea for a network TV series to the president of TV. Uh, hello, Buck. Welcome to my office. Thank you for coming into TV. Stop everything and get a load of this. Stop okay? everything. Stop it. Me and Pat Tabler. You. Stop that. Sorry. Okay. As you wish. And Pat Tabler gets a little excited. Me and Pat Tabler play detectives trying to think our way out of the bottom of a flight of stairs, okay? Here is where the challenges come. Number one, our feet are coming out of the sides of our arms. Oh, you're upside down. Yeah, we can't really get up the stairs properly. I would pose a problem. Every episode is an hour, and every hour is in the is a, the equivalent to a minute of a regular day. 
So it's in the slow motion? Yeah, it's in extreme slow motion. Here, I've, pre- I've prepared a demo reel. <laughs> How... I've seen enough. Okay. You, sir, are hired. <laughs> I'm going to put this on my TV station. Coming this fall to Rogers Sportsnet. Getting out of a basement with Buck Martinez. <laughs> oh, this isn't Roger's sports net. What? What a minute. This is the dumpster you put money in earlier. Oh, okay. I'm a hobo. I knew that investment would pay off. <laughs> Fame and fortune, here we come. Yeah, thanks to that money, we cleared out the garbage and made a desk out of this cardboard box. This scouting report has been brought to you by Railings. Railings! When you're going down the stairs or you're going up the stairs, grab a railing and you won't fall down. Railings, don't use them. Just fall down the stairs on purpose. Railings, they give you a lot of options. Railings. Um, they're made of wood and steel, but nothing in between. Railings, when I'm feeling jaunty, I slide down. Railings, when I'm not feeling jaunty, I climb back up on the railing. That was the scouting report for James Shields, a.k.a. Jesse Chavez. I have a fun game I made up, you guys. Oh, cool. This is called You're a Free Agent. What free agent am I? This is about, like, what teams you like. Uh, You're Paul Frank. Okay. Uh, True. What position do you want to play? Shortstop. You're shortstop. Okay. Uh, You just came off a great season with, let's say... Um, a team, uh, the Rockies. Perfect. Okay. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay. yeah. You're on the Rockies. You're you're in the talks for the MV, MVP. I'm in the conversation, or is it like not even close? You know what? Uh, you're actually you maybe not an MVP based on these numbers, but you've got four different offers. Okay. From teams around uh, around the league. Okay. And I want to see which one of these you would take. You would jump on. And take all of them? No, you can only play for one team. That's stupid. Well, it's, it's life. <laughs> okay, so you can sign with the Minnesota Twins. I'll two, take it. For $2 million. Hmm. That's a lot of money to me. Yeah, but you also have an offer from the Yankees for $10 million. <sighs> Also, you, can, you have an offer from the up-and-coming Nationals for $1 million. Hmm. And the Marlins for five million. Hmm. And this is like this year. This year. Or like next year, I guess. Next year. Uh, so all those teams are at the status they are right now. Are you trying to get me to admit that I would want to play for the Yankees? <laughs> a, yeah, it's a kind of a game to see what's important to you. Like a team you've always really liked. A team that's kind of on the up and up, mm-hmm. the most money. Uh, a team that's probably going to win the World Series. Um, a team that wears orange while playing baseball. Uh, and then I got to think about like what city I'd want to live in. Yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, like you might enjoy the Twins mystique, but would you rather live in New York or Miami? Mm-hmm. Miami is. Latin babes everywhere. Yeah. There's bikinis. is like 
And there's strippers at the Clevelander. Yeah. How much was my offer from the Twins again? Two million. There's not a lot to do in Minnesota. Yeah, it's two million in in Minnesota. Ten. And I'd be for taking an, an eight million dollar pay cut. Yeah. Well, only one million from the Nationals. Yeah, I, don't, I think I'm gonna rule out the Nationals. Okay. They look like they'll be good for a long time, but that's yeah. But it's, too, it's you don't want to take the lowest. It's offer. one mil. Yeah, I can't do the Nationals. And and the Marlins are offering you five. I think I'd probably sign with the Marlins. Yeah. I don't think I could play for the Yankees. I think I'd I would succumb to the New York pressure. Yeah. Yeah. You'd get you get the sweats. Yeah, and if I was if I was on the Marlins, I think I could use my influence to get them to open the roof more. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? Yeah, I'd be like, guys. It's baseball. Come on. Let's wouldn't fucking go. Be, wouldn't there, isn't there the potential that they wouldn't have a lot of fans a lot of the time? Uh, wouldn't you be worried about that? Not if... What, if they open the roof? No, just like... <laughs> well, I don't think the Marlins have got the bump in attendance they were hoping for this year. Mm. It's still early. They have had over a million people so far. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. huge for them. Yeah, it took them till August to do that last year. Mm-hmm. Uh... I think I'd take them... I don't know. It looks like... And I'd have Ozzie Guillen as my manager. Yeah, that is true. And he's he a big draw. He would come draw. to your house and probably sell you on it. He's a big draw for a lot of these Marlins. Like, a lot of the guys that have come on board. Mm-hmm. I think I'd probably take the Marlins deal. Like, $5 million is more than enough. How long is the contract for? Uh, How long are each of like these a, contracts for? They're all uh, five-year contracts that five average year. those amounts. Okay. And the Yankees are willing to pay me twice as much. Mm-hmm. And it would be cool to live in New York. Have the Mets made me an offer? I no. might take that. No, they you don't fit into their plans. Same with the uh, Jays. Uh, yeah, I didn't put the Jays on because I assume you'd just play for them for free. Steve, which deal would you take? Uh, I'd be tempted to take the Marlins deal, too. Because it is a balance between like where you're going to live money and I guess opportunity to grow like Yankees yeah it's a lot of money but you're just they're just like a little little fish in their plans and they'll discard you whenever they want yeah you're just a little Marlin yeah yeah I feel like a five million dollar from the investment from the Marlins they'd take a little bit more seriously like if I got a ten million dollar contract from the Yankees they could be like we have no problem releasing you Making sure that you clear waivers to go to the minors. Anything, anything. Yeah. I think... And I just... I hate the Yankees, and I wouldn't... You know, if I was a baseball player, I'd be like, oh, no, I'm a... I feel like I'd be more of a, a star on the Marlins. Mm-hmm. And the Yankees, I would fade into obscurity a little bit. Yeah, you'd just be one of their collection of stars. Everybody would hate me. And five million bucks to live in Miami. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty good. So wait, this is a. These are all five-year contracts. Yeah, I just. So the Washington out. Nationals contract is a five-year, one million dollar contract. No, it's for five million. It's like a per year average. Oh, per year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, then fine. Yeah, like twenty-five million dollars. Could. Yeah, I could definitely. Then you're turning down fifty million dollars. Yeah. Yanks. 
But once you have that much money, like, unless you're a ridiculous idiot, like, does it matter? Yeah, I guess not. Yeah. Like, you could, you could be frivolous with half of it and invest the other half, and you'd still set up your family for generations by the time it all was said and done. Yeah, you could probably give some to charity. No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I mean, that's dumb. I don't know, Dave, what deal would you take? I might take the Yankees deal, actually. I think in that if the numbers were that far apart, uh, yeah, and then you're like you were. I mean, because yeah, I think a lot of players say it's not just about like what you're going to spend the money on, but the respect you get from mm-hmm. that that shows. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would be, and I think. Uh, once I was on the Yankees, I could really enjoy that Yankees swagger. Like, I think I could come around to it. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably how a lot of players feel, too. Yeah. Like, when you are the Yankees, it's fun to be the Yankees. It definitely. It's... You know, and it's flattering that they would overpay for you just to be guaranteed of a world championship. Mm-hmm. And when you mentioned, uh, like, you have to think about where you're living, too, living in New York would be pretty awesome. Would be the fucking tits. Oh, no. They hit the thing. Oh, but we get to see the thing. Um, Yeah, and it's for John Buck, which is fun. (laughs) (laughs) But we are losing 4-0. Yeah. Wow! That happened really quickly. Oh, he's so bad! (laughs) He's fucking terrible. And all those hits were to left field before that, too. Yeah. What does that mean? All the Rajay, and Rajay kept on misplaying balls, too. Didn't help. He was probably nervous. He looked really sweaty. (laughs) I think Rajay is scared of bright lights and flashy things. So so he's really worried that thing's going to go off all the time. And now that it has, it'll probably relax him. (laughs) Not as bad as you thought. <laughs> yeah, I think the official Miami team colors are orange, black, blue, yellow, yellow green, <laughs> red. Every color. Fuchsia. <laughs> lavender. Aqua. Raqua. And, Raqua. And Kakwa. <laughs> All right, everybody. So uh, here we are in Miami. <laughs> Colby, Colby Rasmus, Rasmus is playing with his beard <laughs> Thinking hard yeah. Stroking his beard That oh, was the like. best thing he could have done Was grow a little shitty beard To like stroke pensively To look a little <laughs> bit more intelligent yeah. Yeah. It's like people don't think I think much If I move over here And the ball is hit over here <laughs> and Catch it Colby Rasmus <laughs> So, we've seen a lot of exciting features in the uh, the Marlins Stadium. Yeah, big uh, time. You know, they got the aquarium, the bobblehead museum, the feature in center field, the retractable roof, mm-hmm. uh, the Clevelander Club. Yeah, which with, looks like just a disgusting place for perverts to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a hair's breadth away from a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but there's a lot of like smaller things that people don't realize happen at new Miami Marlins Stadium. 
Okay. Like other features. I'm excited to to learn more about these things. Yeah. Well, one, for example, uh, Andre Dawson, uh, the Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> I love it when you incorporate him into your jokes. Every Thursday night at the Clevelander, he gets naked. <laughs> <laughs> I was <laughs> I was hoping that's where that was going. <laughs> Because that joke about him being, like, completely nude. <laughs> well, it, like, for that joke, like... There is no, exposed. There is no funnier player to picture naked than Andre Dawson. <laughs> and that was uh, written into his contract that he signed at the end of his career with the, with the Marlins. Okay, but I get to come back, and I get to come back naked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He wrote it in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another thing they have... <laughs> Uh, in this in this park uh, is uh, uh, you know those rides uh, where you kind of everyone sits in a chair and then you get jostled around and there's a big screen and you go like through the human body or something like that you bet I do yeah, yeah you know what I'm talking about yeah um, well they have one of those uh, it's called Mr. Marlin's Wild Ride <laughs> and, and it's an adventure that takes you through downtown Miami on a speedboat and uh, there's a lot of people shooting at you with guns. <laughs> and at the very end, uh, you go into space and meet a giant floating Ozzy Gian head. And uh, you fight it with lasers. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, so... Oh, I want to go there there's so always, there's, there's always more to discover at Marlin <laughs> Stadium. Uh, they also have uh, something called LeBron James's Miami Heat, uh, which is a sauna. Ooh. Yeah. Sounds yeah, nice. Get your towel on. Uh, <laughs> just get into LeBron's heat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. LeBron's Miami heat. And Chris Bosh might be there. Oh. Uh, My favorite basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know they have a bobblehead museum there, right? I, yes. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, did you know that they also have a bobble butt museum? I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of figurines that have been made over the years of sexy ladies whose butts move up and down yeah like fucking yeah exactly <laughs> yeah like that yeah yeah Paul was sorry, doing just... like a a butt moving dance yeah i was shaking my ass yeah is there a name for that dance uh Where you just press your ass up against someone and shake it i think that's pretty much all there is to it yeah like hip-hop music video dancer referring to yeah the rump shaker could be yeah that makes sense. Good research, Steve. <laughs> uh, the last thing that they have that not a lot of people know about, it's a statue of Kevin Brown. Uh, it's Marlin's hero, Kevin Brown. Yep. Made completely of chewing gum. Ew. And it lights up whenever a Major League Baseball player signs for over $100 million. <laughs> <laughs> so Nice. <laughs> So that's just uh, another sampling of the things that go on at Marlins Park Stadium. That's in Miami. That's amazing, man. Krista, yeah. come tell your joke that you told me earlier. Well, it's not a joke. Oh, it's good. A <laughs> come tell us your, the results of your fact-finding mission. Well, as you can see, the home run feature of Miami Marlins Park is designed clearly with the classic Florida kitsch factor. Yep. Which appeals 
to the crowd that's usually probably over 70. But, as you can see yeah, from the empty seats... The retirees. Most of those people have died. That's it! <laughs> oh, that was it. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to blow your thing. I was no. just trying to joke on top of your joke. So, yeah, no, most of those people have died or can't leave their homes because they're attached to equipment. So, uh, therefore, the Miami Marlins uh, ploy at filling the ballpark with, with people who would be enamored people. with the home run feature is a big fail. Uh, they still got three to five year olds to appeal to, though. Yeah. And Latinos. Uh, I think you need more flashing lights and touch screen features for the three to five year olds. What about <laughs> that stripper bar they got in left field? <laughs> okay, yeah, you could, you could argue that most three to five year olds are interested in the memory factor there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Especially if you read Time magazine. <laughs> it but, really appeals to everyone except those with good taste. <laughs> well, and the thing is, it's so far across the field. Uh, who can see it? Not people who have poor vision, which mm. is the people they designed it for, who are over 70. They didn't think of that. No. So they probably should put, like, some some seating right in front of it. like Yeah, just facing it. Five <laughs> rows facing it. And then... And then those poor, poor people who were, who were the targets would maybe get a show. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> if there's a home run. If there's a home run. Krista, when they decide to make Skydome 2, I'm going to recommend they talk to you. Thank you. Because you think of everything. I do. I do. I think I could make a home run feature that would appeal to more than the chronically stuck in their homes. <laughs> Thanks everyone. That's been Krista's feature research. Our <laughs> segment we have every week here on the podcast. <laughs> From now on. <laughs> oh, what was that? What were, what were Ozzy Gian and Brian Butterfield talking about? Are they friends? I think Ozzy's friends with everyone. I want to be friends with Ozzy Gian. Oh, well, isn't he, uh... He is actually here today. Oh, wow. Which is weird, because we just saw him on TV. Oh, I'm so glad, Paul, that you're finally going to meet one of our extra special guests that we have every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um... Like, don't go anywhere. Stay here, because I think Ozzy might be here any minute. Okay. Well, uh, he actually, he is here, I'm told, and he's, um, he's presenting, uh, five strategies to the Marlins reversing their nosedive. Oh, great. Okay. Oh, I want to know uh, what, what he's thinking. Uh, oh, man. I left my keys on the subway. I have to go to the subway uh, transit commission lost and found. Oh, at Bay Station? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to be right back. Uh, oh. If Ozzy Gian comes... Are you sure you can't wait, Pa? I cannot wait. I need them. Yeah, I can understand. If, okay. you, if I lose my keys, I can't think about anything else. If Ozzy Gian comes... Please try to stall him. I don't know. He's pretty... He's a big personality. I can't guarantee anything. Okay. Well, what if I run and just run back and then real quick... Okay. Okay. Go I'm as going. fast as you can, Paul. Fast go, as my... Go. Go. Hey, everybody. This is Ozzy Oh, hey, Ozzy Gian. Hey, what's up, everybody? We were where just was talking that, about where you. Where was that weird-looking lesbian go? 
Oh, you mean Paul? Oh yeah, all well, that guy, all well, that guy, bullshit. Uh, he well, he forgot his keys on the subway. So. Oh, you know, as again, sometimes he forget his keys. He don't know where to put his keys. Sometimes he uh, the keys to the commissioner. Then they say, they say, I'll see you with your keys. And I yeah. say, I don't know. Shut up, you bullshit. I don't know where my keys. Ah, uh, you got insight on everything. Well, you know. Uh, but I just wanted to say, Ozzy, if you don't mind. Waiting a minute. I don't wait for anything. I'm also again. I got busy thing. I got thing to do. I can't do anything. Nothing. Nothing. I have no problem. I got there. The Marlins in there. No, no, do it very good. You're right. Okay, I believe you. Okay, so I got fast strategy to reversing the Marlins. No time. Well, okay. yeah, they're quite a nose tag. Numero uno. Yeah. Basically, we need the old logo and stadium back. It's a well-known fact that smaller crowd lead to larger runs. Also, the old stadium remind the players of football. My guys love football. They say to me, Ozzy, when is football, man? And uh, this is bullshit. Hard to argue. <laughs> yeah, that makes Hard sense. to argue that. So you think they should go back to their old stadium? That's right. I mean, the old stadium is bigger and less uh, people in the seats. It's uh, more runs. Not convinced. Yeah, okay, so we, we need the number dos. Okay, we need a better home run sculpture, right? Uh, like a piñata full of candies or a statue of Mark Burley's Hergy lit on fire or something like that. <laughs> something to fire those guys up. My players, they say to me, Ozzy, I hate those stupid fish. They make me sad. Yeah. They make me sad, and this is bullshit. Ah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I like the, the piñata because that means candy for everyone. Piñata full of candies. Candies go everywhere. Home run candies. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's all you need to know. Is that candies, they go everywhere, man. Um, that would just be good thing on top of good thing. Okay, so numero tres. Maybe one time, maybe, maybe Fidel Castro come out to dance, you know. Anything can happen in this oh, game because this, Ozzie, game is, I, this game is bullshit. You got to watch what you say about Fidel Castro. Oh, no, I also never get in trouble. <laughs> Everybody like when Ozzy talk about Fidel Castro. Ah, uh, you got a short memory. Okay. <laughs> Numero cuatro? Okay, John Carlos Stanton, right? Yeah. John Carlos Stanton. Yeah. You know John Carlos Stanton? The Marlins Stanton? made him change his name That's to right. fit in with the new Latin flavor. That's right. Well, he changed his name, but I think, you know, he need to change his name to something bigger, something scarier. Yeah. Okay. What if they change it to, like, uh, Toro, Toro Grande Stanton? Toro, Toro Grande Stanton. Toro Grande. That's right. If I was a Toronto Blue Jay in that situation, I'd be like, this is such bullshit. I am totally afraid of that guy. Yeah, you wouldn't even want to get out there I against feel like him. I feel like losing now if I was a Blue Jay. I would say this is bullshit. Yeah, you'd instantly get depressed. That's right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, what about... Uh, okay. Numero... Uno, dos, cuatro. Cinco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, everybody on the team... Yeah. Need to be as fast as Jose Reyes. Oh, yeah, that Could you imagine great. that? Can't you imagine that, Dave Brogley? It's that real fast baseball. Oh, team. everyone run that fast on the Marlins. The Blue Jays would say, Holy chee, man, everybody on this team is super fast. There are nine Jose Reyes on this team. This is bullshit. Yeah. And people would say, I see why your team's so fast. I say, I say, that's just what we do. I'm as again, and the strippers at the Cleveland, they're, they're all very fast too. Then this is complete bullshit. So everyone in the stadium would be fast. I gotta go back to Miami, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry to keep you. Okay, well, you tell that uh, lesbian that uh, he misses us again, he misses a good time. He misses, uh, miss... I will tell him that. Okay, well, I got to go. We'll beat the Blue Jays today. Eh? <laughs> okay, you know how that <laughs> one goes the Blue Jays. Sometimes they lose. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're okay. Good at All right, bye bye. All right, thanks, Ozzy, again. Okay, fuck you, man. Okay. <laughs> got him. Uh, okay, when's Ozzy, again coming? He's, he hasn't come yet.
But he will, right? Oh, I just got a message from him. Oh, no. Says he's not coming? He's not coming. <laughs> yeah. He said something about it being bullshit. <laughs> what? Yeah. Steve, I thought that would be easier on him than if he knew we missed him. Again. I heard that. Oh, sorry. I was making I'm, an, I'm an, sitting right here. I was making an aside motion with my hand. Oh. I thought that meant you couldn't hear me. I got my keys, though. Oh, good. Where were they? In my pocket. Mm. Yeah, Ozzy Gain was totally here. Ah! <laughs> I was going to tell you until you admitted that you did something stupid. <laughs> yeah, we're just waiting for Eddie Mata to pick up. Following music while your party is being oh, yeah. This is your music, I was hoping. This is what you heard before? Yeah. After him. Hey, Eddie. Hey, it's uh, Dave and Paul on the podcast. Thanks for joining us. How's Eddie, how you doing? My name's Paul. I co-host this show with Dave. Okay, well, how you doing? Not bad, not bad. Eddie, I saw you went to the, the Yankees-Braves game the other day. How was that? Uh, I mean, it was great as far as being there. It was also 96 degrees. I mean, the Yankees lost, but listen, you know, you know I, when I watch a game, it's, uh, I watch it as a ball player and a fan. You know, you're going to go through your winning streaks, you're going to go through your losing streaks. You know, that's part of baseball. And uh, it was great. I would have thought I looked like Martin, uh, Martin Prado from the Braves. <laughs> 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 oh, man. You should have dressed up in a Braves uniform. They would accidentally put you on the field. come to you and just trade Prado to the Yankees. Yeah, exactly. Eddie, uh, what baseball player do you think uh, best resembles Dave Barclay? Barclay? Hmm. Well, I love Dave as a character. Well, let me see. <laughs> Since he's very uncoordinated, <laughs> he could be Mike Sosa. Mike Sosa. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, he's always falling down and touching his face. Not Mike Sosa, wait a minute. Who's that guy with the Dodgers? Everybody who used to pinch me. Not Kurt Gibson, but they all made fun of him. He was a character, man. I forgot his name. Marty, Marty Barrett? I forgot, man. I was going to say Hideo Nomo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just a little bit. When you were in the cave, Eddie, what was the greatest moment you had in there? Like, what do you remember the most? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We talk baseball. I gave him a cape tour. Um, 
you know, he answered all my questions about, you know, your favorite dynasty years, and he told me it was 1998. Then my second favorite moment was with Jim Rice. We were literally, you asked all the cave dwellers, me and him, talking hitting, talking about hitting, and I disagree with everything what he said. <laughs> and he's a whole favorite. <laughs> yeah, because you're a hitting coach, he right? Me, he told me, now listen to this, he told me, he says, my era is much tougher than the era right now. I'm like, Jim, I disagree with that. He goes, why? I said, in your era, you see only fastball, curve, and change. In our era, you see fastball, curve, change, slider, sinker, split, cutter. I'm sure you could adjust to that if it was in your era, but I'm sorry, I disagree with you. And we kept battling, fighting for a whole hour. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like to imagine you and Jim Rice having a wrestling match. <laughs> oh, you know what? He might be big, but I can take him down, man. I'm lightning quick. <laughs> and then George, and then my third favorite moment when George Brett came to me, and. I was, you know, I'd say, George, man, you know, that pine tar, that's the bottom line. What I wanted him to do is to shut it up. Yeah. Is that I wanted to put pine tar in my hand to shake his hand. And he'd be stuck in my hand. I'm like, that's, this is where I work. This is where I work from. You, my man. You know, <laughs> we didn't do that, but we were, we were talking baseball. And, you know, I asked him, if it wasn't for Charlie Lau, would you be the George Brett that, that you are? He was like, absolutely not. I didn't even hit 300 in the minor leagues. Yeah, so, you know, the cave was a, it was a great experience. Um, you know, you met me, Dave, in Arizona. We took the bus together. You were sitting next to me, so you got to know me a little bit. Oh, yeah, I got the Eddie Mata experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's great? The, the, the video came out yesterday how the Arizona guys imitated me. And that was very cute, man. I mean, they were really <laughs> young, you know. All you guys are young. So it was like, I can't believe they're imitating me like this, man. I was about to cry and say, yo, mom, they're making fun of me. <laughs> I think it was a loving tribute, though. <laughs> huh? It was kind of a loving tribute, though, at the same time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I appreciate everything. You know, it's hard to make me laugh, Dave. That cracked me up. <laughs> you're, you're a tough nut. Eddie, I actually had a question about... I had a question about that video uh, for you. Um, who, in your mind, does the best impression of Eddie Mata? You know... Here's the thing, I appreciate everybody that if you try to do me, it will make me laugh. You know, it's funny, I, I enjoy it. But I honestly think that Allie got it, man. She got my body language, she, her eyes wide open. Um, yeah, she was great. Allie was fantastic. I was really surprised by her, yeah. her impression. Everybody, listen, Dave, everybody was great. When Allie went if a girl can imitate me like that and you know how I, I use my hands all the time I was like oh my god that cracked me up yeah it's just a and testament to your character Dave was with you when you were like you and you and you, you kept spitting out <laughs> yeah I imagine that you had <laughs> you knew a lot of guys named Terry and Harvey <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Terry, uh, oh yeah. So, yeah, you know, it's a great video. I, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. Eddie, who is your favorite Yankee of all time? My favorite Yankee of all time. You know, remember, 
I'm 36. I'm gonna be 37 in August. You know, me growing up to the years that the Yankees, you know, I can't remember 77, 78. You know, I was yeah. way younger. My cerebral didn't react yet. But I have to go with Don Mattingly because that was the guy that I idolized when I was a kid. Now, growing up, I always imitated his swing. Yeah. I wore number 23. I gotta agree with you, Eddie. I think that's my favorite one. Yeah. Huh? I think Don Mattingly is my favorite uh, Yankee as well. Like, with his badass mustache? Yeah. Yeah. His mustache and his long hair when Starbucks told him to cut it, you know, but that's the Yankees organization. But Mattingly, and now, you know, you know, I really, I love Cole O'Neill too, but I, I love Jeter. I love Jeter Mariano. You know, Jeter turns on the lights. Mariano turns off the lights. That's how it goes in that stadium. Another thing about Mariano is that the reason the Yankees didn't protect him because he had elbow surgery way back in the days when he was in the minor leagues. And the Yankees also, after the surgery, wanted to trade him to Detroit for David Wells back then. And Gene Michael, the general manager, says, no way, he increased six to seven miles per hour on his fastball. He's throwing 95-96. We're not letting him go. Yeah. You know? And then you guys got David Wells anyway, and it was fine. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we're greedy. We like to get all the studs. Yeah, when the Yankees want someone, they usually get them. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Put it this way. If you guys are rich, are you going to spend money or are you not going to spend? Spend. (laughs) Yeah. What are you going to save it for? There There you go. Eddie, I want to ask you this as a Yankees fan. I always thought it would be hard to be a Yankees fan because you expect the Yankees to win the World Series every year. Oh, that must be hard. So I feel like you either get what you expect or you're disappointed. Is that hard sometimes? You're locked right on the point. Here's the thing about the New York Yankees organization, the fans, the players, and everybody. If you don't win a World Series, you're considered a failure. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. We are, well, matter of fact, the Lakers in basketball are equivalent to the New York Yankees. Yeah. Same thing in Los Angeles. When it comes to winning a, a, an NBA championship, the Laker fans and their organization, they expect nothing but to get that crown in L.A. That's it. There's no, oh, but we made the playoffs. No, forget that. Yeah, there's no moral victories. No. No, man. That's, that's us. We are spoiled. There, there's championships everywhere. Trust me. The Toronto Blue Jays were winning 27 championships. You honestly think it's okay we made the playoffs? It's good for you guys? Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, right now, I would give anything yeah. to just make the playoffs. <laughs> to just yeah. sniff the playoffs. Yeah, to have, yeah. Well, listen, right now, for you guys, it's, yes, only made the playoffs. That's, yeah. <laughs> but if you guys got 27 uh, championships, you're not saying that. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, it's great, but you'll never have that underdog feeling, you know? Speaking of, uh... Oh, yeah. Speaking of the Toronto Blue Jays, uh, Eddie, uh, do you have a favorite Blue Jay of all time? You know, I have to say, I let me tell you something about that 92-93 year. I enjoyed that World Series. The 93 year, I was rooting for the Phillies. I loved the Phillies that year. Yeah. But you know what? Well, I could see 
you know, like I told you, when I watch games, I'm like in the players' minds, you know, I feel like I'm their teammates, you know, just feeling what they're doing. I could see coming to the clubhouse every day and seeing Joe Carter smile and just say, come on, guys, I got your back. You know, in 1992, that World Series, they went to bunt, bunt at that one time. Oh, yeah. yeah. I hope you guys remember that. That was a classic Absolutely, moment. yeah. The bottom line is that, look, you can have all the money you want. Okay, fine. You can have all the studs. But are the studs hot enough in October to go all the way? Mm. That's the biggest question. I don't care how great you look on paper. Who's playing the best baseball the month of October? Yeah, that's why they play the, the games. Who's playing the best baseball the month of October? And the team that capitalized on the opponent's mistakes, they're going to take it all. The Cardinals, you'll get breaks too. Don't get me wrong, but last year, Everything went the Cardinals' way. They played the hottest, not just October, but six weeks before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they had that squirrel helping them. You know, and you had studs coming out of nowhere. We never heard of Breeze. <laughs> we never heard of Craig. Yeah. Stepped up. Yeah, it all came together. I wanted to talk to you about uh, your interview with Aaron Boone, which many fan cave dwellers would uh, agree, or fan cave faithful would agree, uh, is just one of the things that sort of cemented you into getting into the fan cave was that interview. It was on all the blogs, um, and you hugged him at the end, and it was super endearing. Uh, tell us about what it meant to you to be able to sit down with uh, Aaron Boone and interview him. Well, I don't know. Like, how did you guys know that I hugged him and all of that? Did they? I, I didn't read all the blogs. Was it was that? Uh, that yeah, was, I think that was. I was there, but I think it was on the the video. That was. It was on. Yeah, and it was like the big part of uh, the fan cave report from Arizona was the contrasting Red Sox fan who uh, had kind of an uncomfortable <laughs> conversation with him, and the Yankees fan Eddie Mata who capped it with a hug. If you notice, you know, what got me to the fan cave, too, during my final 15 video campaigning, was, you know how I interview celebrities? If you notice, my, cele- my interviews with celebrities, especially when I was on the red carpet with Ryan Seacrest, it, it's not that professional type of guy, like, okay, we're live right now, with this and that. I was more of a conversational guy, and I, I said to myself, what is going to fight with Aaron Boone? You know, and it was just instincts. You know, you can't teach it. Either you have it or you don't. You know, yeah. and when I, when I said to myself, you know what? I said, okay, we're going to have a hammer boo. And I just hugged him right away. I'm like, yo, thank you so much. You know, like, <laughs> a fan. Yeah, yeah, I interviewed him too. We, uh, we were having a great time. Oh, uh, yeah. So, I, uh, and, you know, and people like Kyle and, and Megan in my group do ask me, yo, where are your notes? I'm like, what notes? I don't need notes. <laughs> <laughs> so it was great it, it's uh for me with the celebrities and uh, a baseball person whoever it is I uh I treat them like the way I'm talking to you right now there's mm-hmm. no difference yeah you're just an everyday guy yeah oh I think yeah, that it's, the- it's, it's everyday guy it's, it's having fun whether you're Dave Barkley and uh, Barkay what's your last name Dave? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Barkley yeah Barkley like Charles Barkley is that correct? yeah yeah same yeah. guy so you know whether you Dave Barkley as a legendary Dave Barkley or Dave Barkley as a bump I still talk to you the same way <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was a, it was a great moment and uh, nobody ever you know nobody ever thought like I would do that I mean uh, I wasn't surprised, but I thought it was pretty awesome. <laughs> just, 
Just because you never... You know, and he hugged me tightly, too. You know what I mean? We're just like, okay, get yeah. away from me, buddy. You know what I mean? He gave me a good hug. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably gotten so used to grateful Yankee fans' hugs over the years that he's just like, this is how this goes. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy yeah, exactly. every... He's going to take in the warmth. <laughs> uh, Eddie. Right. Are there, are there any other baseball players that you are just dying to hug before the Eddie Mata story is said and done? <laughs> you know, I would love to give a big poppy hug because I love that guy's personality. <laughs> I, uh, we, I, it was my idea with Big Poppy when he would visit the cave. Yeah. I wanted to do uh, a batting lesson, for instance, Remember last year how he came in, he's like, yo, nobody likes me, this and that, and then Michael Hare, last year's host, he goes, you know, I want to go on the streets and give people hugs. He's like, really? He's like, yeah, that'll work. <laughs> but this year, what I wanted to do was, I submitted as far as Big Poppy comes in and he says, Eddie, I'm in a batting slump, I need your help. <laughs> I'm like, all right, what are they showing you? He's like, they're telling me to stay back. No, first, I will tell him, well, well, who are you playing against? You know, the Yankees. I'm like, oh, okay, Yankees. So now I'm wearing a Red Sox jersey and uh, maybe a Red Sox hat. But, you know, Red Sox jersey. And now people probably, the viewers are like, what? Eddie Wells winning Yankees jersey? Yeah. Like, no way. That's crazy. Because this is what happens. So I'm like, who are you playing against? He's like, the Yankees. I'm like, hmm, Yankees, yeah. It's like, what are they teaching you? Oh, they tell me to stay back. No, 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 no. You gotta go forward. You gotta go so forward. You gotta lunge because right field porch is so short. I'm like, what else to teach you? Oh, they're telling me to stay level. I was saying, no, 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 no. I want you to uppercut as much as you can. You know, so I'm giving him the vice versa, the bad mechanics. And he's like, and he's all convinced of listening to me. He's like, yeah, yeah, that'll definitely work. You know, I'm telling him why. You gotta uppercut because it's a short porch and Yankee thing, this and that. Next thing you know, he's all leaving with a happy smile. And next thing you know, I take off my Boston Red Sox jersey and my Yankee jersey is under it. So I want him to fail. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? Oh, man. I got you. Eddie, that would have been the best. He was. Oh yeah, he's definitely my favorite Red Sox. One more question: What do you like, uh, new Yankee Stadium or old Yankee Stadium? I'll be honest, old Yankee Stadium. Yeah. And, and you know, you know what? Uh, I was in City Field for the first time. I took Ben with me. I don't know if you guys saw those pictures. Yeah, I saw some but pictures. City right. Field, I have to say, as far as fan friendly, it's better than Yankee Stadium, and I'm a diehard Yankee fan. Wow. At the Yankee Stadium, City Field is more fan friendly. You feel like you're really at a ballpark. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, Yankee Stadium is this, this and that. Now, would I say that about the old stadium? No. Yeah. By far, the old stadium is the best stadium, you know, baseball ever had was Yankee Stadium. Because let me tell you, so I don't know if you've had experience, but if you go in there in the old Yankee Stadium, you will feel the spirit of Luke Garrett, Babe Ruth, Joe DiMaggio, Mickey Mantle, the Maris, everything, the Reggie, all that, all those great years, you would feel that. Mm-hmm. Naturally, will come to you. Yeah, we had an opportunity to visit old Yankee Stadium in its last year, and it is, um, you do get kind of overwhelmed and like kind of goosebumpy walking in there. 
And uh, yeah, it's, it was totally a great stadium. I haven't been to the new one yet. I hope to check it out someday, but uh, it, that would be hard to top. Now, don't get me wrong. It, it, it's a great stadium. Mm-hmm. But the feeling, I will say old Yankee Stadium. Yeah. There's a little feel for the new stadium, but if you've been at both stadiums, you'll definitely know that the old stadium is much more feeling. All right, well, uh, we'll let you go, but thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, that was awesome, Eddie. Oh, I appreciate it. Appreciate it for you guys having me. Yeah. Yeah, it's lovely to talk to you again. Yeah, you know, anytime. Anytime, brother. All right. All right. Thanks, Eddie. And thank you guys for having me, and thanks for volunteering in the video. <laughs> hey, no problem. It was a pleasure. All right, you got it. I'll talk to you. Hey, have a good one. Nice to meet you, Paul. Nice to meet you, Eddie. All right, I'll talk to you. Okay, bye-bye. That was Eddie Mata. Yeah. He was a... What a gregarious guy, fellow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was great. I that really made me, that guy. That made me feel good. Yeah. That whole thing. The Eddie Mata experience is, is a positive one, I think. I think so. All right, um... Well, while that was going on, the Jays lost nine nothing. <laughs> uh, just as well, that was actually the perfect lift that we needed for the afternoon. I think <laughs> I <agree. laughs> because that was just yeah, otherwise it would have been just a bummer of a fist fuck of a day. <laughs> okay, perfect for Sunday afternoon baseball. I'm Paul Frank. I'm Dave Barkley. Thank you, Eddie Mata. Thank you so much, Eddie Mata. Thank you, Steve Pukin. Thank you, Paul Frank. Thank you, Dave Barclay. Thank you, Krista McIsaac Barclay. And go fuck yourselves, everyone. Go fuck yourselves. And comment on iTunes. Oh, yeah. Maybe uh, email us at SundayAfternoonBaseball at gmail.com. Oh, we haven't begged for that in a while. Yeah. Post on our Twitter pages, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At Dave Bark. At Stephen Act 4. At PWG Frank. Yeah, let us know if you listen to this and want us to do it more. And go fuck yourselves. But also go fuck yourselves. Definitely go fuck yourselves. Bye. I love you. Bye. Bye.